What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the... Well, oh, my gosh. What episode is this? Fourth or fifth? Is it fourth? This is... Wait. I think this is the fifth one. Is it the fifth? No, I think it's the fourth. Okay, let's think about it. Because we did... Um, we did um, PWI, uh, Affirmative yes. Action, AI. Oh, fourth. Yeah. Fourth. Okay. This okay. is the fourth one. This is the fourth one. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to episode number four. This is your boy, Solomon. I'm here. And this is your homegirl, Nia. <laughs> that was so crazy. Oh, cool with me. I hear your words. I know what you're saying. Keep calm, baby. Know what you're saying. Yeah, the message received. <laughs> that was so cringe. Let me stop. Leah, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Um, hanging in there. You know, hanging in there. Hanging in there. Hanging in there. Summer's almost over, which is crazy. Like that's the thing. It's going by so fast. It's about to be August, y'all. In like two days. Two days. I must say, summer twenty three though. <laughs> It wasn't okay. that great. I feel like summer 22 was better for me. Yeah, we were out every day, summer 22. We were out. We that were was out a every single day. That was yeah. a breakthrough period for me. <laughs> no, it really was. Like, I'm not saying that this summer wasn't, but like, it's been much more chill, I would say. Mm. But last summer, much you more. weren't taking classes, were you? I wasn't. I wasn't, but I was working. So, like, you know, I had money. I was I was going out, you know, mm-hmm. living the best life. Now I'm kind of like, all right, it's school time. So it's all, all those <laughs> outside activities got to be put down a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah. That is so funny. Bro, so, uh, wow. I Y'all are very faithful for sticking in to for episode real. number four, like, we're so excited to do this. I I, I literally text Nia every day. I'm like, okay, so we gotta do this for the podcast. We gotta do every day. <laughs> no, not even text, call, voice memo. Okay, because you know I'm notorious for calling somebody. It can be a text. Yes. Okay, yes. don't. And I'm the opposite. Not, not too much. Not too much. <laughs> I'm, I'm the exact opposite, y'all. I, I can't stand. Well, let me not. I I'm just a texter. I'm just a texter. Sometimes I don't feel like talking, but. The problem when with it's me business, is, it's business, so. is business. The problem, you know this. The problem with me is, is that if I don't get it out right there when I like think about it, I'm just gonna forget about it. You know what I mean? And yeah. if I forget about it, I'm gonna be so upset. But if I if I if I call you right then and there, it's like you know, hey, I just need I just need to throw this on your mind right quick. <laughs> Which I guess <laughs> can be a text. <laughs> but the problem is, is that. Every time I really think about stuff like this, I, I like I'm normally in the car and I just don't want to mm. like text in the car. And Mm-mm. I feel like Siri doesn't like dictate my like messages <laughs> correctly. Yeah. What you? Why you say? Mm, you talking about my no nothing, hand driving? Nothing. Nothing. You should, You already know how I feel about phone calls and. Listen, hang in there for me. But no, hang in no, there. It, I, I definitely get what you mean, though. Like it's it's kind of difficult to text when you have a lot to say, so it's just easier to call. Or Listen, um, I need one time. of my friends to at least answer the call because between you and <laughs> Angel, do. come on now. Only 
No, between you and Angel. <laughs> I, I answer the most. Let's, you do answer the most. You I answer the most. Answer the most. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be sending Angel email. <laughs> no, because she gonna text me. She gonna she's not gonna answer the call, and then she's gonna send me a question mark. Like <laughs> I used to do that too. I still sometimes do that. Yo, they need to stop. They need to. I I, I literally call it. Okay, let's get into let's get into yeah, the actual really I will say that I will call somebody before texting any day, like any any day. To each his own. <laughs> to each his own. own. <laughs> to each his own for sure. So we're gonna do our first segment. Uh, is take in take in is something that y'all already know. Take in is a segment. So the funny thing is, is that Nia and I were talking about this before we started recording. Because at first, what had happened was, because you know when somebody say what had happened, you know it's about to be funny. But what had happened was is that we end up getting the segment taken and the segment what did you learn mixed up or I did. So we're, we're trying to balance this out. <laughs> so what take in is, is that something that we're like trying to take in for our actual life goals. Wow, what what did you learn is something that we're actually learning. You know what I mean? Like a fun fact or Yeah, more anything. like educational stuff. Yeah, it's more like educational, yeah. academia type type deal. So you want me to go first, Nia? Yeah, you go first. Okay. So take in. So um shout out to Arnell. She uh recently like started her like yoga journey and I went to her class yesterday and it was Ooh. so good. Really? It was it, the flow was amazing, and I, I was that. like, I was taking this in because I was like, I need to do this more often. Like yeah. after I left, I wanted to sit on my mat still and not leave. Like I, I was in the and moment. It was know, good. That was good. Yeah, congratulations, now. Like that's, that says a lot as an instructor. Like having yes. you know somebody say like they wanted to stay on the mat because. Shoot, after any form of exercise, I don't know about you, but me, I'm ready to go. <laughs> as soon as it ends, I'm out the door. <laughs> it was it was so good. It was it was it was really, that. really, really good. And you know, yoga is just like overall really good for your mental and like your it body is. too. So I'm gonna try to I I need to be more proactive about like exercising a little bit more. Like outside Ooh. of dancing, I I think I need to be a little bit more proactive about uh, exercising. So that's what I'm taking in, you know. I'm gonna start. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm gonna start getting outside and doing some yoga because I I felt so good. I was like, ooh. I was singing that one different. song. Come rest on us. Come rest on us. <laughs> By Maverick it's City. It's different working out, um, or just doing any form of exercise outside compared to inside. Like, especially when it's like this weather. Come on, y'all. We need to take it, advantage of it because in Michigan, once it gets cold, it gets cold. It gets and cold. You and know, it's good part, for your mental to get out. Yeah, and the best part, because I know you love going to the parks, too. I love going to the parks. Yeah, the, I love going outside, too. But the best part is that we were right, um, right, like, that park right outside of Belle Isle. Mm-hmm. So you heard the water, you heard the birds chirping, you heard Aww. the leaves. Like, it, it was it was, it was, was a vibe. It was a vibe. We love that. You'll get in the park. So shout out That's to you great. right now um just amazing class amazing flow i really appreciate that so that's what i'm taking in for sure just be more mindful about you know getting that exercise and getting that movement in daily yeah how about you um my take in (laughs) 
it's kind of similar in that form of like self-care but like I, I need to eat better mm. as a college student as a lazy college student you're not lazy you're not I don't lazy. be feeling like okay uh-uh. let me nope. let me rephrase you are that. not lazy i'm not lazy <laughs> but i'm lazy when it comes to cooking mm, okay okay real lazy like yo i have an air fryer I have pots and pans. I have all. I have everything that I need to cook. She said, but pots I would and rather pans. go to the. I'd rather go to the Asian market, grab me four or five boxes of noodles, <laughs> and eat it every day with some cheese. And my dad, my dad was just looking at me while I was eating noodles, and he was like, um, "You need to lay off of that because you're gonna have high blood pressure," and that's coming from somebody that got high blood pressure. No shade, but like you know, it's bad when you, you know it's bad. <laughs> so after my last pack, I was like, okay, we we gotta take a break because, and I really want to like try to do like Hello Fresh or something to like really just get me in the mood to cook. Like I need to get excited about cooking in order for me to do it on a consistent basis. So hopefully, in the next week or so, I'm gonna try my best to like plan in advance that's the thing too because mm-hmm. like when you're in school you mm-hmm. know in between classes you just want something quick but yeah. that thing that's quick is usually unhealthy so that's just trying true. to find better ways to like find like easy meals to prep you know and just cook and that's actually good too yeah for sure you know what's yeah. funny and that you said hello fresh is that mm-hmm. um last year i told myself i was going to try to do hello fresh like just because I thought it would be like really nice to be able to like have that consistent basis. But what I found personally for me is that whenever I went to the grocery, first, you know, I love cooking. I'll cook all the time. Cooking is very tiring though. Like the problem is, is that as college students, we go throughout the day without eating or we'll snack all day. And by the time we're hungry, hungry, our energy is so depleted that we don't even have to like, we don't even have the energy to like cook anything, you know? Yeah. Um, But like, I just found that I would go to the grocery store and not have enough like I would buy food for like a week or two and then would literally go back because I wouldn't eat it. So mm. I stopped doing that and I only started going to the grocery store for like one or two meals. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's smart. it means yeah. I'm going to the grocery store more often, but I'm not wasting that food, you know? Mm-hmm. Then yeah. your taste buds change too. So while you're grocery shopping, you're going to be like, oh yeah, I want this. I want to make this. I want to make that. A few days pass and you're like, I don't want that. I don't have a taste for that. (laughs) (laughs) And I just think, too, what makes it difficult for me, like, y'all, I don't really like chicken or fish. So I I, I mean, red meat. I know it's so bad. That's so bad. But, like, and eventually my goal is to really become vegetarian because I don't feel good when I eat red meat. I really don't. But, Mm. yeah, I I need to work on that. And I will. So I'll give y'all an update in future episodes on how it goes. But... (laughs) Yeah, I haven't ate red meat since it's been like maybe eight or eight years, maybe. It's been wow. a minute. Congrats, honestly. Congrats. <laughs> Not congrats. It's been a minute. Um, I be thinking I think I want to go vegetarian. I want to go back vegetarian because I was a vegetarian for like a month in December. Uh-huh. And I did good. I did really good. The only thing is that meat is so convenient, you know what I mean? Like there is not a mainstream number convenient. of like vegetarian options out there. So it's like meat is like easy it's a go-to it's like always reliable you know what I mean mm-hmm. so like yeah because like at, when I in December like sometimes I would go to bed eating french fries 
I'm like, bro, this is not this is not healthy. Like, <laughs> this is not healthy. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, it's vegetarian. No, literally, literally. Okay, one more thing yeah. before we get into the main topic. So, Nia talking about these noodles. Okay, so <laughs> there's these noodles. What they call it, Nia? They're called boldak noodles. I think I'm pronouncing that right. B u l d a k. And they have okay. so many different types because it's gone viral on TikTok and everybody's like, I need to try it. It, it originally started as like the spicy noodle challenge. Mm. But I think my tolerance is so like high now. Like, <laughs> yo, I eat the two times spicy and I don't feel nothing. <laughs> that ain't even spicy. <laughs> Tell them what noodles you like. <laughs> Why you say it like that as if I should be ashamed or something? Well, I'm, no, no, no. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, okay, the I don't new, okay. like Solomon's preferred noodles, but go ahead and tell them. So I don't even eat like noodles that often. Like that orange pack, like the, the you know, the ones that everyone used to eat, like those ones. I don't eat those. Mm. I've never really been a fan. But... There's this Asian one. It's called Shin, S-H-I-N, Shin noodles. They, it's so good. It's spicy. It has flavor in it. Um, It's like a red and black pack. Nia said that she didn't like it. And here's how I feel about those Bodok noodles that she, that, uh, <laughs> that Nia eats. First of all, for me personally, spice does not equate to flavor. I, that's, that's yeah. two different things. Spicy and flavor. It's two different things. For my shin ramen, they are spicy, but they also have flavor to it. For Nia's ramen, it's just spice. Like, that's not flavor. You know flavor. what? You know what? For me, for me, y'all, ramen is about the experience, okay? Right, and it's the flavor. The when I first tasted Bulldog noodles, the burn, the spice, the just the whole experience. Don't say flavor because there's no flavor. <laughs> it, it was a lot of flavor. It, it, no, it was not. a lot of flavor. It's spice. You know what? To each his own. Let's get but into yeah. this topic. We... Okay, okay. Y'all go buy those Bodak yellows. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Bodak yellow. <laughs> Bodak yellow. Y'all, we're going to be talking about Cardi B. So stay oh, tuned. Oh, a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. We Okay, okay, teaser. Um, Go <laughs> ahead and buy those. What are, what are they called again, Nia? Bodak. B-U-L-D-A-K. Try the black one. And then when you get used to that, try the red one, which is the 2X spicy. Yeah. Uh, and then go get those Shin Ramen. They're really Don't. good. S-H-I. Don't say that. <laughs> if you want flavor and spice, get the Shin ones. Now, I must say that the Shin ones aren't as spicy as the Bodak ones, but. At all. But Yeah. Alrighty, well, let's go ahead and hop into the main topic. Um, we're 14 minutes in. <laughs> we talk about it. Uh, so, Nia, you don't really know what we're talking about today. Um, I literally told you yesterday, I was like, hey, let's record um, tomorrow. And yeah. Nia was like, well, what's our topic? And I was like, we're going to be talking about labels. And she was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right. I mean. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, labels. So labels are so prevalent in society that like, we're not even conscious about it. Right. So just a regular definition of a social label, right? According to LinkedIn, social labels 
um, are based on categories like race, gender, class, and sexual orientation. These social labels can also shape our perspective of the world and ourselves. For example, a little girl is limited in some ways because of her gender, right? So labels, right? So let's play a quick game right quick. And it's like, what we have to do is, I'm going to say I can name X amount of labels. And you either have to challenge me or you have to dare me. Does that make sense? Challenge you or what? Or uh, challenge, like challenge me. Or what you'll have to do is like, when I say challenge, you have to do more labels than me. Right. Or I will have to do it. And if I, if I don't get that many, I would, I would win. I would lose the, the round. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. Okay. Sorry. They, my brothers came in the house and they were okay, like, Okay, you scared talking. me. I thought... <laughs> I'm like, come on now. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. What'd you say? So it could be any any labels. No constraints. Yes. Any, labels. any labels. You want to go first or want me to go first? <sighs> okay, I could go first. Okay. How many labels do you think you can name? I think I can name like, hmm, I'm going to say like six or seven, honestly. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, okay. I'm a dare you. I can I can I'm a challenge you. I can name 10. Okay, let's see. Can you keep count for me? Yes. Okay. All right. Um so okay, black, white, Asian, um lesbian, gay, uh queer, trans. Ooh, child. Muslim, Christian. Uh, uh. <laughs> one more, one more, one more. We should have timed this. Um, I don't know why I can't think of any right now. Uh, introvert, extrovert. That's one. That's, that's um, eleven, twelve. Yeah, that's all I could think of right now. That's good. That's good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. You want to? Uh time uh count mine yeah okay ready yes um christian muslim white black i'm using yours (laughs) let me restart okay i'm gonna say race right race Mm -hmm. gender class um sexual orientation those were the four that we kind of just said earlier um i'm also gonna say like occupation right i'm also gonna mm-hmm. say um like uh uh dang this is hard because i'm thinking about it in a group way and not individually shoot uh yeah. uh like you can say like uh you belong to a certain group like a certain state a certain country right so ethnicity nationality um shoot what else i need three more actually i'm gonna just call it there it's way harder than I expected, man. But yeah, so I wanted to get into this because labels are everywhere and we really don't understand. We don't even have a surface levels of, of understanding of how labels affect us, right? So um what let's talk about let's talk about a, a, a label that has been a little bit more prevalent in the last few years, and that's pronouns, right? Mm. So I use he him pronouns. 
you use she, her pronouns. Yes. And I know other people who use they, them pronouns. Um, and for me personally, when pronouns were more accepted in like society, I feel like this was like in high school. I was ignorant. I didn't, I, I wasn't prepared to be like, had that conversation. You know what I mean? But when I got in college is when I'm like, oh, this is important and it means something to people. You know, mm-hmm. how about you? Um, it was kind of confusing for me, especially when like, you know, individuals started using they, them. I was very confused at first, but, um, I ended up taking a intro to transgender class and we kind of talked about, and it was, no, it, it was a lot of people that use different pronouns, you know, than the ones I, were, I was used to. So I really had to sit down and educate myself because when you're in classes like this, most of it is discussion based. Yeah. And if I'm calling out somebody's name or their point or whatever, yeah. I want to be respectful as possible. So it really made me sit down and just educate myself. Yeah. And the professor was really nice about it too. Like she realized that there were people that didn't hundred percent understand. That's part of the reason why we're in the class in the first place. And she was able to offer a lot of resources to kind of help me navigate that. And I think that's so important. I think a lot of people just automatically resort to judgment without mm-hmm. really looking at like yeah, how yeah, this yeah. affects people. So yeah, yeah. And also people are just too nosy. People are, people don't let other people be people, but they want them to let, they want, like people don't give grace or not even grace. People don't give understanding, but they want understanding for themselves. And the like, crazy thing is people use, pro, pronouns are crucial in the English language. You cannot yeah, speak yeah. really without using some form of pronouns to refer yeah. to someone. Unless you're just using their name, which is not that realistic. <laughs> so. And this is a side note. The word minds is not a possessive pronoun. Please stop using it. It's mine. 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 Not minds. Mother. (laughs) You have to get something off your chest today. (laughs) But yeah, so I think think also the same happened for me is like, specifically with the pronoun they, them, I think it was a challenge for me at first to be able to use that because... definitely i think it's a lot easier when you meet someone who has a uh, who uses pronouns as they them um to like make that adjustment you know what i mean yeah and it's also important go ahead i was just gonna say it's so interesting too because when I started realizing the importance of it, yeah. like it just made me think of, wow, we really categorize people based off what we see on the outside. Like, yes, yes. If we see someone looking feminine and they want to go by something else, we automatically assume, okay, she, her. No. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that just, just made me open up my eyes. Like we really only look at what's on the outside. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not necessarily a bad thing because I feel like that's a human thing to do. And we've been also like very wired in a sense as well. So it's kind of like this is something we've been doing for literally centuries now. For sure. So it's hard to kind of undo that. For sure. Yeah, I I agree with you. Like we are so quick to make, oh, we we see somebody, we see their outer appearance, appearance and it's like, oh, that person is a man that person is a woman 
they use he, him pronouns, they use she, her pronouns. You know what I mean? Um, and not only with pronouns, let's get into race, right? Mm-hmm. I think there are some times where I see like someone who is brown skin, I'd be like, oh, that person is black. But then when <laughs> I get up closer to them, it's like, oh, they're not no. black. Like, <laughs> you know what it I mean? They could be South Asian, like literally. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They could, they could be South Asian. They could be Middle Eastern. They, yeah. You know, they could be Indian. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also like outside of race, gender too, you know, just because a woman has a short haircut doesn't mean that she's a man from far away. Yeah. Like be for yeah. real. Don't be stupid. Yeah. You know, and then with labels comes with so many stereotypes and just generalization. Yes. So judgment. Annoying. It is. It so is annoying because people don't let people be people. Yeah. And people don't realize there's so many subgroups within one community or one group that you see. And the first thing that comes to mind is just like what other people think, how Black people should react or how Black people should be. And even other Black people have this one idea that, oh, Black people are supposed to be strong. They're supposed to be this. They're supposed to be that. They're supposed to like rap music. Like, not all of us fit into this one category. Yeah. That's because blacks are not monoliths. You know? Be for at all. I was at I was out the other night and they were listening to like like rap music and y'all know me, I don't listen to rap like that. (laughs) (laughs) I was just you know, if I go out, give me some EDM, give me some house, like give me something I can, you know, shake my shoulders to. That yeah. uh, uh, (laughs) But they were literally playing these rap songs and it it was just like, um, I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) And I it's sad that some people feel the need to hide it from others because they feel like they won't be as accepted and it's like come on y'all music is music yeah yeah but yeah so um before we i i want to talk about i i want to get it going before we get into like what i actually really want to focus on in this conversation and i want you to imagine a world without labels how would you think that would look like so if we didn't if we didn't classify people by race if we didn't classify people by gender if we didn't classify people by um socioeconomic status you know social yeah. demographics what would that look like for you and very and boring I, very yeah. chaotic as well um because here's the thing too there shouldn't just be a primarily negative connotation to the use of labels or perception of labels because at the same time they're needed they give us a sense of understanding um but we just have to be very careful in the way we use labels and recognize that things change over time and not sticking to one thing for the rest of our lives because groups change communities change you know but i think if we don't use labels it makes it, yeah, it makes it harder for us to really understand the people around us and our environment as well. Like, what do you yeah. think? Um, I think it's interesting because from my perspective, it's saying, for example, if we say race, like when people say, oh, I don't see color, I just see people. I think that's very, 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 very ignorant. 
because I think you're recognizing that you don't see that the challenges that other people come from by the color of their skin, you're, you know, by their background, right? So if, if I say that we don't see each other as black, as white, as brown, as uh, Christian, as uh, Jew, you know, the list can go on. I, I don't know what that looks like because our society is so heavily based on labels, right? We're so heavily based on that quick assumption of what someone is, where they come from. There's always that question that uh, I, I, I was walking at Walgreens uh, a few years ago when I first started working in pharmacy. And this white girl, she goes, Solomon, where are you from? I was like, oh, I'm from Michigan. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, no, like, where are your, your, like, your parents from? I was like, oh, they're from Michigan, too. She was like, where's their parents from? I said, oh, my grandma's from Georgia. And my granddad is from, you know, um, at Mississippi. And then she said, oh, that's boring. I thought they were going to be, like, from, like, somewhere else. She thought she was going to say a specific country in Africa. She wanted me to be from Africa. <laughs> And it's like, baby, are you, you're tone deaf. Do you realize the history of the United States and what it has done to Black Americans? Yes, um, yes. Do you realize the Great Migration? Exactly. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. Even if we wanted to know precisely where we're from, we couldn't. We couldn't. We, I, I, I don't think we could, right? Um, And... It, it was just so shocking. So I, I don't know what that would look like. I really don't. Like if I could picture a world without labels, if I could picture a society without people being chemically wired to automatically make an assumption of someone based off of their outer appearance or whatever label they have. For example, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put uh post this to you right now. You see something, you're scrolling on the computer, and you don't see a picture. You just see a name, and it says Dr. Solomon Shorter, PhD, MD, whatever, right? What I wonder what a person would think. Yeah. I mean, you, you really can't think. Well, no, I, I think you yeah. can. I think you can. But, I you mean, know why? I feel like. The second step would be, okay, let me look at this person's name. How long look is at the this name. person's name? How look short the name. is this person? Is this person, you know, like, it resorts. I feel like it's inevitable, though. You can't really yeah. have a world without labels. People are yeah. yeah, going to yeah, put yeah, labels yeah. to something regardless. Right, 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 right. And I think there's some good labels, right? And there's some bad labels. And the bad labels are the ones that we need to focus on because at the end of the day, it promotes stereotypes, it increases disparities and it overall hurts people, you know? Yeah. Um, so well, I, go ahead. And then that poses another question too, like with the whole dichotomy, good, bad, like, will there, will there ever be good labels? We can't a hundred percent be inclusive in our labels you know, all the time. Like, it's a very hard thing to do, I think. And I think it's, it's interesting because in my social class the other day, we were talking about the whole okay, so. like, husband and wife thing. <laughs> <laughs> the whole husband and wife labels and, like, what's it associated with. And also the rise of the use, uh, the, the rise of the use, the use of the word um, partner. Oh, my God. That is a and good one. Yeah. And so we were like, yeah, this is good. You know, it's gender neutral. But then I was also thinking like, well, wait, 
I mean, it's also going to open up the doors to a lot of people who are curious because, yes, like people who are heterosexual, homosexual, different sexualities, they may use the term partner, but there's also a sense of, oh, you're using partner, so you must be part of the other. Yes, you must be there is deviating that from that norm. There so is that it's sense. like, regardless if we try to make this perfect label, it's never going to be 100% inclusive. There's always going to be, yeah, my bad to cut you off. but No, my, my professor, she came in a class one day and she goes, she says, my partner. And my societal wired brain immediately jumped to, is this person... Like who, 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 what does she mean by partner? You know what I mean? Until I recognize that partner is more increasingly termed to be gender neutral, right? And that's why I've started using the word, started to use the word partner a lot more. And I mean a lot more. And I remember one day I referred, I was talking to someone, I'm not going to give names. And um, I was talking to someone, I was like, you know, their, their partner was there too. And they were like, they were like, <laughs> I don't even want to say it. But you they gotta were like, say it now. You already <laughs> brought it. <laughs> Go ahead. I was like, their partner is there too, and and um and they were like, oh, are, are, oh, are they queer? Mm. And I was like, and I was like, no, like their part, like their partner was there, and they were like, oh no, like you use that when they're queer. And I was like, no, you don't. But I had to recognize that even like, even me personally, like I even thought that that had to be a term that, you know what I mean? Same. Yeah. I had the same perception as well until I really dig deep. And I was like, wait, wait, why do we even put a sexual connotation to the word partner? Partner could literally mean friend. Yes. But it just goes to show you, we always have to have this sort of like, Dialogue. We have to add more to it than what it actually needs to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think you said something about those, like, good labels. And I think it's interesting because, like, I I would think happy is a good label, right? Like, oh, I'm happy right now. That's a good label. But someone may interpret that as wrong, you know? Yeah. Like, for example, a Black person can be like, oh, he's happy all the time. He must be queer. Like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like that's what I feel like. That's why now that is how black people be. You know that? No, like this person be. is super happy. They must be rich. They must have got their check today. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Why do you like having money to, to happiness. happiness and being now that, broke. Now that's a bigger social question too now, that we would. Yeah, like yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. It's it's really crazy. Or even like, um, I, I end up saying something to someone a few weeks ago. I was like, "Oh, you look you look tired. You know, is everything okay?" And they were like, "Oh, you know that's rude." I'm like, "How?" Hmm. And I had to have an opening ear, and I had to understand how that person felt at that moment. While yeah. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful, I had to understand that. They could have took that a different way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like you yeah. already categorized how they felt without mm. just initially asking them, hey, how do you feel? Because yes. it could have been yes. something. They could have been happy. They could have been yes. whatever. Yes, 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 yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. It is very interesting. Very interesting. All right, let's get into the meat of this. We're going to play another game. And I'm segueing into my main, like the last, like the last portion of this combo. Um, and we talk about labels because we're, if we, when we look at social structures, for example, in the city of Detroit, for a long time, we use this word called a food desert, right? And a food desert is something that is, according to Google, um, I'm going to pull up the actual definition because I don't want to butcher it. But a food desert can be described as a geographic area where residents' access to affordable, healthy food options is restricted or non-existent due to the absence of grocery stores within a convenient traveling distance, right? So food desert. This year in, in school, I was in the class. No, no, no. I wasn't in the class. I think I was scrolling on social media or something like that. And it said, we should not use the word food desert anymore. Do you know what word we should use instead? What word should we use? Guess. Um, I can't even think. Like, yeah. no, I, I don't know. Yeah. What, what's yeah. the word? So we should use the word food apartheid instead do you know what a food apartheid is no please explain so nia just had the biggest gasp she said because <laughs> it's like in the next year or so they're gonna be like don't use that word there's yeah. a better one and this is yeah. gonna keep going but the thing is is that people created this structure that because deserts are naturally forming right yeah so it's very hard to say it's a food desert if it's naturally forming. Food food deserts aren't naturally formed. Food right. deserts are a consequence of social capital. And a food deserts are, are a consequence of, of of health disparities, of 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 access to black to often black and brown communities and also rural communities too, right? So yeah. we want to go move away from food desert and focus on food apartheid. Because of the word food apartheid focuses on how this is actually man-made, right? And the actual definition is food apartheid is a system of segregation that divides those with access to an abundance of a nutritious food and those who have been denied that access due to systemic, systemic injustice. Wow. I, I, yeah, I, I get that. I get it. I never even looked at it that way. Because, yes, deserts are naturally forming. So it kind of, like, assumes that, oh, this is something that just happens to yeah. the unfortunate. Yeah. And it's like, no. But, this is yeah. Actually a so it, it, it's actually a social structure, you know? It is. Like, th there's a reason why I, I when I'm in, <clears throat> when I'm on campus downtown, the closest grocery store to me is Whole Foods. Mm. Whole Foods. Yeah. Like wow. how, I mean, in, in an urban city, how do you expect people to like go to Whole Foods and like as their closest grocery store? And there's so many yeah. people that live, like there's folks that live down there, you know, like senior citizens and go ahead. No, finish your thought. My bad. I, I was just saying like, there's an abundance of people who live down there who like can't afford Whole Foods. So why 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 do we have it there and they recently built a mire on jefferson which is like a really nice option you know too but that's that transportation issue yeah there's so many barriers um 
I was just gonna say I found out like in last semester so a few months ago but um a lot of researchers or when they're like I shouldn't say necessarily researchers but like the government they sometimes consider or classify like um, gas stations or corner stores that sell food as grocery stores even though there aren't yeah just because they sell some form of food but keep in mind this is not healthy food there's not an abundance of fresh produce available and and also that stuff is normally marked up like a lot compared to the actual grocery store and then what's even more sad is the the barrier of even obtaining a ebt card Mm. (laughs) like literally like you have to go through so many steps so many barriers just to get something that might not even fully help you Wait, so, so is it is it a guarantee when you apply? Like, I don't know how that works. No. So what they do is, and I've been trying to apply for one too, um, because as as a college student, like, I can't, I don't have the luxury of working full-time while mm. being full-time. I know some students are able to, but personally, I'm not able to do that. Like, my mental health would decline severely. Like, I have to take it one step at a time. And my parents do help me. However, it would be very helpful if I could have an EBT card myself. So, Mm -hmm. basically, you apply online. It takes forever for your worker to reach out to you, your social worker to reach out to you. And in the process, you have to send, like, a bunch of documents showing your income, all of that. Keep in mind, like, you're independent. So, I like, I have an apartment. You know that I'm I'm in, I'm independent right now. So if yeah. I'm not working, I don't have the income to provide to give myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. they denied me multiple times. I know some people had better luck or not, but it's the fact that like people don't even like recognize the struggles of college students, of people who you know like we don't have the means to do it, especially on campus. Like we don't have any grocery stores. We have to. I think the closest one is like 20 minutes away oh wow we have okay we have a target but come on now as right. a broke college student <laughs> who's gonna pay ten dollars for a bag of grapes <laughs> let's be so for real like it's not it's not realistic and it's the fact that we have to like go through these hoops to just get Trump change. And it's sad yeah. too because like you said it takes a long time for those people to reach out to you. Yeah, they deny like, me if you are time. if you are if you are applying for food assistance, don't you think I need that right now? No, literally. Literally. Like thank God I have parents who are able to support me, who are able to give me money. Mm. But it's like at the same time you would think our government will just be more helpful when it comes to that problem. Yeah. food insecurity yeah the problem is is that they they throw so much money into the defense department and they don't yeah. they just waste our money and all of our tax dollars Ugh. literally yeah. if you don't vote blue i mean vote 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 blue don't vote for no republicans i just feel like students should be eating for free we should there should be multiple <laughs> options to, food should be free <laughs> i think big gretch i think big gretch signed a law that all michigan students gretch. yeah all michigan <laughs> students have free lunch Oh, really? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which hmm. is really amazing. Yeah, that would be um, awesome. Honestly. So let's go on to a next term. Did you want to say anything about the food apartheid or we want to keep moving? No. No? Are uh, you going to start using just... food apartheid? 
I am until there's another better label <laughs> to define as an, as it. A, as a sociology student, grad student at this point, I'm trust me. <laughs> I have to be aware, very much aware. Yeah. Um, but okay, let's talk about another one. Um, homeless. Unhoused. Unhoused. You knew yeah. about that You're one. Right. You knew about you that. Told one. me a few weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah. You did. Okay. Yeah. Unhoused. Um, and, How and you I feel about that? I've been using that a lot more because yeah, like homeless is very like it, it has a negative connotation to it. it unhoused does. is better. Um, I just wish, like, I don't know. I just wish our institutions would just better handle these situations for sure because like yes we need to be careful of our language and how we categorize everything but it's like we need to be after these institutions Mm, like yes it's good to correct people on languages but like let's attack the system at hand it has to to be the system bro it has to be the system and let's let's take a step back um just to explain so homeless is a negative connotation right it kind of promotes that people just don't have a home without actually understanding the social factors that contributed to them not having a home. Therefore, we're calling people, we'll say instead of homeless, we should say the word unhoused because they, you know, they, they were laid off, right? They were, they, they were put out their home due to late payments. They, they, you know, the list can go on and on and on about why someone can be unhoused, but that doesn't make them homeless, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it 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 creates this when i think of homeless and i'm going to be honest i literally said i have a a culturally wired brain since the day that i was born since the day and as a sociology grad student and student i'm going to tell you this right now if you think you are not influenced by social structures and social systems you are wrong every single thing that we do <laughs> what nia am i no, going I'm crazy no i'm just laughing that people think of that because yeah. If you think that you're not influenced by social structures, you are wrong. And I mean, you are dead wrong. From the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep, there is an influence that you have not only on someone else, but also on like you're influencing someone else while other people are influencing you. And sometimes these are systems that we don't even think about and that we don't even know. But that's why we use the word unhoused, right? Let me get back on track. But that's why we're using the word unhoused now because it focuses on that bigger picture of people aren't the problem. The system is the problem. The system that promotes people to pay like, so like, it says like, oh, go buy a house, but we're not going to prepare you to like know what owning a house is actually like, right? So then we're going to put you out your house because you're not paying my mortgage and I'm giving you this 30 year loan and you're late on it. Therefore, you know what I mean? We're not preparing people. Yeah. Yeah. And hmm, it yeah, I and the reason why I say like if we don't attack, dismantle, I shouldn't say attack, but dismantle, transform these institutions that are attack keeping this burn cycle it down. alive. <laughs> burn it down. <laughs> burn it down. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it is just gonna continue. And I could just think of like the media just like I feel like no matter what label we use unfortunately it's gonna turn into a negative connotation like with the media with like it's so important for us to be careful again about the words we're using but like yeah 
Because words matter. The people who are in the top 1%, they they have a big influence on those connotations. And like the media, how they decide to paint unhoused people, you know, if it's yeah. bad, you know, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, sure. it's difficult. It's very for difficult. Sure. It, it is difficult. Another one is um, the word addict. You know what mm. an addict, an addict is? So we shouldn't use the word addict and we should use the word substance use disorder. Or we can say a person with a substance use disorder. Yeah, and it is a disorder. It is a disorder. And it says that th- that change shows that a person, saying, saying the word addict says that someone is a problem, right? We're, we're like, it's very, very like, oh, I'm pointing at you. You're an addict. Like you are the problem, right? Instead of focusing that they have a problem, they have yeah. a problem with that substance use disorder, right? So instead of saying addict, I've been more conscious about saying people who suffer from substance use disorders. Yeah. And it's not in their control necessarily. Like it's, you, you know, like the functioning of your brain is different because of this disorder so you know i remember a patient who came to my pharmacy and they were cussing me out they were going Mm, they were going off on me listen pharmacy it's a mess definitely working (laughs) in retail but they were cussing me out and they were like you know i I need my 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 medication i was like okay i'm gonna you know i'm i'm working my hardest right and I remember someone like literally saying, oh, oh, he's an addict, right? He just wants his drugs. But I'm like, dang, like, that's, that's deep. Like, man, like we got to be able to like serve people. Like, we don't know what people are going through. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you and if you, you just don't, right? And whole time too, that person could be, I hate to say it, but like that person could need that medication to sell it and to have money to feed their children. Like it, it's mm. way deeper than what we think. Mm. You know, people yeah, don't yeah, yeah. understand that it doesn't just have to be looked at in one way. Yeah, like people this need to is stop a capitalist using country. that. Very much capitalist country, and then they get mad when people try to, you know, grow their capital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Um, I, I was, I was, I was, there's one more, but before we get into the last one, um, people also like focus on like that, that first assumption that they use. Right. So like when I think of addict, I look to see what media has portrayed an addict to be. Right. So that's why we have to stop using that word because if we use something else, it's like, oh no, that's like, they aren't the problem. They just have a problem, right? They need help. They they need access to drug treatment. They need access to substance treatment, right? Sometimes it's like, they just need clean needles, you know? Yeah. And people don't that's understand right. that. Like, there are, there are needle programs where you can literally come, drop your dirty needles off. And I say come because... I um um starting to volunteer for a program as such and I do research and starting to do research in this program as such but like people come drop their dirty needles off and we literally give them clean needles like that's very and important that makes a difference. it decreases you know uh people sharing needles right which decreases you know HIV transmission 
Um, and the list goes on and on and on and on. It makes a big, big difference. Yeah. And here you go. Like you said earlier, we got to be more open to like, y'all, we got to support, we had to bring funding and support programs like this Yeah. because people aren't the problem. They just have a problem and then they, they need, they need assistance. Yeah. And I think another one really, is, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think also we need to let the individuals who are struggling with that just speak out because I feel like a lot of times the people who aren't in those situations try to paint a certain narrative of what they think that person is going through without really giving that person the voice to explain how they're feeling and like kind of mm. what what led to it because yeah. yeah like you you lead it leads to like all of the false like narratives mm-hmm. like oh you know that person like they, they just messed up their lives and that was their decision. And the whole time it could be like their parents went through the same thing and it's generational, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah, it, for it's sure. so many factors. For sure. For sure. For sure. Last one is a big one too. Handicapped. Let's not use the word handicapped. Yeah. Let's use the word disabled. And this is a very ableist country. This is a very so ableist, ableist society. <laughs> like the, a lot of the buildings, oh my gosh, that aren't accommodating yeah. non-able-bodied individuals is crazy. Crazy. And we don't even think about it because we're yeah. abled. Like we can walk upstairs, but someone who's in a, a wheelchair can't do that. Mm-hmm. They need assistance. Yeah. And also if we use the word disabled. We take away that neg- that negative kind of that negative connotation of what we may picture someone as handicapped be, yeah. right? Just because someone may be like handicapped doesn't only include someone who like it has a physical disability, and also mind your business, people. Yeah. Like mind your business. People have a problem, man. I swear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people have a problem. They do. Um. But yeah, that did you want to say anything about that one? Um I think it's just again, it's important to just stay aware of these changing terms because again, it's important that it does change because as I mm. said, there's not going to be a perfect label. Yeah. History, you know, things change over time, so it's important that you stay up to date with For what's sure. what's a good way to refer to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, just be very conscious of that because you can hurt people without even realizing it. You know what I need? I need a list. I need, yeah. <laughs> I need a website. I need something that can be at my... De- I need something that can be so, so, so easy to access. Yeah. To be like, oh, shoot, there's a new word. I have there's to change, you know, I got to make that change. I got to make yeah. that change, baby. Um, and part of like, it too is talking to different people. Yes, yes expanding your horizon talking to different people listening to their voice not putting your own perceptions your own like biases on other people just sitting there listening to what they have to say what do they want to yeah. be referred as think about yes. that not and what you want to refer to exactly and accept that and don't try to change folk like, <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i remember uh someone that works with me I remember saying, actually, 
<laughs> Let me be quiet. Okay, let's not. <laughs> Let me be quiet. Um, but yeah, that's 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 all I wanted to say about labels. Like I said, I need a list to be honest because I think I think they change, and I think it's offensive personally. Because I, I hate when people like go. I, I let me not say I hate, but like it, it really bothers me when people be like, "Oh, there's you know there's something new. Like there's always gonna be something new." Like why I understand how they feel about it is like, but it's new because it needed to be changed. Like we needed that change. You know what I mean? And like, and then people always say like, "Oh no, people are just soft these days." No, people are aware of how they want to be treated and people are aware of how they want to be, you know, who they, how they want to be referred as. They're not, they're not, they're not soft people. We aren't soft. Yeah. We're aware. We're aware. <laughs> and you're just being, no, let me not. Yo, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm not going to say you're being lazy. Cause then that's me contradicting what this whole thing is about. Not putting yeah. labels onto other people, but it's important to not look at it that way. That's what I will say. Yeah, um, and things are gonna change. This it's is hard. life. It, it it is life. It is life. It is life. Um, but yeah. So that was our label conversation. Focus on social labels. That was that was good. It was really was good. good. That was. Really are, good. are you gonna start using those labels? I am. Yeah, of course. I mean, again, like I'm taking a social class right now. So like, this is what we're talking about. Like we're mm-hmm. constantly being stressed the importance of being aware and just conscious of the, the things you say. Yes. Um, and, and anyone out know, there I'm... who's taking a social class, just know as a sociology grad student and an undergrad student, listen, when you're in those social class, you cannot think about it from an individual level. We are sociology classes. We are sociologists. We have to think about this stuff from a societal structure and not yeah. from an individual level. Go ahead. And again, it, it's difficult. You're going to mess it is up. Difficult. You're going to make mistakes. It's hard not to look at that individual perspective because, yeah, I mean, a lot of times we think of our own experiences and try to relate that to societal. But yes, yeah, like just yep. continue to work at it and eventually you'll get better and better over time. For sure. For sure. For sure. All righty. Well, let's go ahead and hop into our last segment. Um it's called controversial statements. <laughs> Child, this shouldn't really be controversial, but <laughs> yeah, Nia, you anyway, okay, Nia? Please it. explain it to me, please. Because I got a little bit earlier, but I didn't get the whole thing. So recently, um, Cardi B had a performance. I don't know exactly where this was. I think it was at that, some. That's sort of- why I said Bodak Yellow earlier because you we were talking about Cardi B before and it just came out of when we were talking about those ramen noodles (laughs) (laughs) but now we're talking about the bodak queen cardi b okay um basically she was at some sort of festival she was giving a performance and um this woman in a crowd i should say this person in a crowd threw what it appears to be some form of liquid probably alcohol something um at cardi b and in response, she threw her microphone, and, and that mic was on, baby. You heard the, you heard the. <laughs> when she hit old, she ooh, and that person pr- probably got really hurt. But um, I brought it up because there's been a recent trend 
of performers being hit by random objects from individuals throwing them on stage and oh lord i know this isn't necessarily new because if you think about it when michael jackson gave performances you know all the big artists we love you know people were throwing things but they were usually articles of clothing now there are things that could hurt you like yeah. camera yeah. And, and liquid and and just it's crazy what's gonna be next not like come on now. Bro, i'm looking at this video for the first time the video is crazy <laughs> and she was mad she, she put so much force into that throw too she did but you know what actually <laughs> this is kind of controversial because i've been seeing in the comments a lot of people are saying this is a publicity stunt and it's staged but I'm I'm seeing that uh, seeing a pattern that a lot of people who are saying this are Nicki Minaj fans. <laughs> oh, she's she 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 put this all together in this stage because she needs more traction, and her last single flopped. Oh Lord! Really? I just don't see why someone <laughs> would go through all of that this for is publicity stunt. But I could be wrong. <laughs> She, she threw that, that microphone so hard. Yeah, I don't know. Why is this Why is this a trend recently? Why are people assaulting people? Why are yeah. people assaulting artists? Like, that's not cute. It's not. At it's all. Really like, it's, it's weird. And I think it just goes to the whole thing of just, you're looking at performers for your own entertainment and just that, and not realizing that they're human. And yeah. it's very odd to me. Because it is it's very. like, let's say, for example... Some uh, performer doesn't play the song that you like. You automatically resort to booing them or even throwing stuff at them. That's wild to me. Like, why is that your first reaction? Why are people mean? Why are people mean? Like, that reminds me, too, of the whole Coachella Frank Ocean performance. I don't know if you heard of that. But basically, Frank Ocean has been through a lot in the last few years. I think during COVID, he lost his little brother in a car accident. Very <gasps> oh, my gosh. And ever since that happened, people that's been just in his comments, just like posting on social media, like, oh, where Frank needs to drop more music. Frank needs to drop more music. Frank no, Frank needs to take baby. care of himself. He needs to take care of himself. Right. Like, imagine if you lost a sibling. Right. If you lost somebody that was very close to you and you still had to wake up and perform for a live, like, no, let that man heal. So. <laughs> yeah, people are, I mean, people are just too much. Uh, um, I, hate, I hate that she had to throw this microphone at this person. Isn't uh, Cardi B the one that had that knot on her forehead a few years ago? That was when she got an altercation with Nicki Minaj. Well, apparently <laughs> Nicki Minaj's entourage. I remember. Didn't she? So, so Cardi likes to throw something. Because didn't she throw something at that that time too? I believe so. And somebody else threw something at her. But mm. yeah, it. I don't get it. Why do we? Yeah, she threw. Song? I'm looking at this video. It's like on my. It's like on repeat over here on my monitor. Not and that, that person like threw like a whole like a lot of stuff. It had a to lot. be ice and everything. Yeah. And you know how black women are. Don't get their hair wet. Yeah, and my thing is that could be anything. That could be poison. That could be Ooh. acid, whatever. Like just be respectful. 
why would you do that? Like, I don't know, man. Like, for example, okay, so in the black church, for example, <laughs> people would throw, like, they will, somebody will throw a towel at the pastor if the word is good, huh? Uh. <laughs> somebody, like, they would throw a towel at the pastor, right? But I think that that has, like, that has, like, something to it, right? Yeah. This is weird. Like, this is assault. And yeah, I don't even like when they do it in the black. Like, I, I feel like in church, they, they don't need to do it either. I've never seen it personally happen, but I've seen videos and I've heard stories. Um, But, like, I know in Africa, it's actually, like, uh, I think West Africa, for, like, African dance, it's actually common to, like, throw throw money at the dancers as they're dancing. Yeah. But that's money. Especially in Nigerian like, culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's money. That's not that's not water. That's not bras or jackets or like yeah. people are people Why? are crazy. Stay protected, y'all. Stay protected. Stay pro stay you know, black and stay protected. Yeah. Well, alrighty. Is there anything else we got to say? Um, thank you for another great episode in the books. Yes, we appreciate. We appreciate you guys. And we are. We guys. appreciate you. We were pre. We were appreciate you. <laughs> and I'm still trying to get used to my voice being played out loud. <laughs> it's something, but you know. Did you see? Oh yeah, you saw it. And my uh, uh, close friends, when my mom had the podcast on the loudspeaker in the house. (laughs) We love that. We love that. Uh, She's so funny. Um, Are you listening to any, before we leave, are you listening to like any good music that you want to share? Actually, let me see real quick because I think I've been, oh, oh my gosh, y'all, I've been getting into K-pop recently. Yes, and she has. <laughs> honestly, and it's, it's sad because I used to talk down on it. I'm like, no, I it's not it. sad. Like, I couldn't like mainly because I feel like it's harder to really like connect with music that you can't understand fully. But I also didn't realize a lot of K-pop music is like half Korean, half English. So maybe yeah. you like, still understand the song, but <laughs> and until ever you since, can't. Shout out New Jeans. Shout out New Jeans. That's my favorite K-pop group right now. They've been going viral on TikTok with their song Super Shy, you know, all of the dances and stuff. So, you know, just expand your horizon, you know? It's a new horizon. Hello, fear. Hello, joy. It's a new horizon. Have you, have you listened to any different music recently? or? Um, Yeah, I've been listening to... um. My same old, same old. Oh, this is playing. This is a song called um, Fire and Glory by mm-hmm. Isaac Tarver. It's a really good song. It goes like, We want fire and glory, fire and glory, fire. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> yeah, so that's one of the songs I've been listening to. Um, other than that, I there's this artist that I cannot, you know what I love when I'm like just, recalling uh like remembering old music that i used to love mm-hmm. i love that man it's just like the best that's the best feeling 
it is the best feeling. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think we're done for the day. Not Nia over here taking pictures. Sorry. I just love like just the behind the scenes. Ooh, my room is a mess. <laughs> I can't see anything. All okay. I see is them hair products and I need to know. <laughs> I'm always on the hunt for new products. Come on now. Listen, this is just, I did my hair the other day and it was still there. Alrighty, well, see, this is this is what happens when two best friends start a podcast. We can start talking about anything. Yes. We can start talking about anything. Alright, um, also, before we go, if y'all haven't listened to the past three episodes now, get it together. D- Nia, get them together. Get, get it together. Because get you it together. Get, we're, I'm looking at the stats right now and I'm like... Did we even upload it? <laughs> yeah, get it together, man. Get it together. Go listen to um our previous episodes. Um, we would love to, you know, interact with folk and you know, to see what y'all got to say. Also, don't forget to comment on our episodes and so you can be the comment of the week. So that's always really fun to do too. And other than that, I think we're out, Nia. We are. I think we are out. Um, and shoot, school is coming back, man. Oh, school well, is school is coming back fast. I, I ain't I ready, am man. For my life already. <laughs> I am not ready. I am not ready. All right. Well, we'll talk to y'all later, Nia. Do you got you got anything else to say? Um, just you know, I don't. I was I was trying to think of something real, like just perfect to end it off but like i really don't just it was so it. funny last week when i exactly. used the ai when i used chat gp <laughs> wait <laughs> we used chat gpt to record our outro. entire outro <laughs> mm. but yeah all righty y'all so other than that make sure you go listen to those other um episodes our past three episodes if you haven't already um and make sure you interact with us on instagram at message receive pod Drop your comments down below in the Spotify section. We're able to let us know how you feel about this episode. And also tune in, you know. We want to hear yeah. what y'all got to say too, which is the fun, the probably the I like interacting. You know what I mean? Like that, I that's, that's what we need, the engagement. Yeah. The engagement. Share it. Tell your Share friends it. about it. Come on, y'all. Yes. Yes. We had some good conversations and we would love if more people could join us. Join our This family. one today was really good. Labels. It was. I feel like this is probably one of our best ones so far. It was a good episode. All right, y'all. So we're just rambling at this point. So we'll talk to y'all later. Peace out. Have a great week. We'll see y'all next Sunday. Same time, same place. Bye. Bye.